Welcome everyone to the podcast, Soccer is Life. My name is Karim. Axel speaking here. Welcome everybody. Let's chop it up. Premier League, March day, what, 27? I believe so, man. 27, yeah. 11 games left. Uh, 38 games in a season. So yeah, 27 sounds about white. Alright, man. Uh, so Burnley, Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham, they played away. Mm-hmm. Lost 2-1. Yes, sir. Kane is back. Uh, very shameful loss, man. Yeah, Kane is back, and he had, he had an amazing goal. Yo, this guy. Uh, well, I, but, I wouldn't say it was amazing, but he. Is I don't back. know. No, but if you if you like watching the game and seeing how everything unfolds and how Derek Rose took, um, you know how how all the actions back really quickly. I think no, he he, he had he him and Derek Rose had to be really quick, mm-hmm. and he did that and had, had like a it, it was tight, man. He had he had a good finish. Mm-hmm. You know, I I yeah. personally really like the goal. I mean, man. I admire I, I admire the guy. Uh, he's very serious, very committed. Um, he's very focused on his football, of course. Always recover like ahead of way ahead of time, which makes me or think. Or they report. They, yeah, yeah, they report. I yeah, they be doing those fake reports, around, man. Yeah. You know, but I don't know why they don't do the same shit for the other players. But though. they did the same thing for Lingard. But we'll talk about it later. But well, right? Yeah, but that's uh, different. But we don't. Different. There's no. He his- wasn't ready, though. But, but there's no history of that, though. Okay, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Tottenham, like Kane, always. No, no, maybe with Solskjaer, you know, he started. You know, he just want to do a bit of Fergie uh, sauce. You know what I mean? Okay. But uh, yo, Tottenham. Okay, you know, of course they lost, and you know, Pochettino was very furious. Yeah. Uh, in regards to Mike Dean, you know, I, you know, Mike Dean is a very polarizing figure. He likes to be the center of attention. He likes to be the center of the show. He likes to take decisions and like, you know, he he, he thinks he's a he's I mean, a rock just, star. Just the way he, he walks and runs on the field, man. He you can see that he wanted to be a football player because <laughs> he he because the, the the way he wants that shine sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like okay, like I you know I, if I I wasn't you able to be a footballer, yeah, yeah, like I'll take yeah, this side. You know, yeah, it's all yeah, good. Yeah. But what I'll say, yo, I mean Tottenham, you know, they lost. Um, and you know, Pochettino lost his mind because you know they they were like what five points uh, off the the top of the table. Yeah. Um, and to lose an away game at Burnley, I mean Burnley's a tough side, but to lose a game, um, during especially this that Burnley was like so this. poorly this this year, but they had they were they really like pulled it off pulled it off this game and. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even when they played United, when we were two 0 down, I mean that was another. You know, I mean obviously it was like all defensive. Uh, error set pieces and you know laps in concentration and things like that but you know Burnley uh, yeah at home they can do it um, but I'll, I'll give credit to Tottenham because for the last what like I would say two months they've had like on and off injuries they've they've been missing like really really key players to the team like, you know I'm thinking about Harry Kane I'm thinking about um, Dele Alli I'm thinking about freaking Danny Rose I'm thinking about Kieran Trippier I'm thinking yeah. about uh, who's in the middle there? Um, Dyer. They, uh, they sold Dembele yeah. uh, and didn't get a replacement. Dyer was out. Uh, Wanyama has been out as well. That's like half of the team that was out. And uh, they, no, plus and, they have no they did, they did no signings in January. And no they already and they summer. already and they already have a uh, thin squad, you could say. So to to do what they did uh, for the past two months, you know, because we a lot of those games I expected them to lose. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's like very admirable. They also like turned Dortmund, you know, around completely three zero with a fantastic performance. Yeah, I was, it was um, yeah. But uh, what I have to say now though is that, as you said before, man, you know, when it's Champions League time, we'll yeah. see how they do. And they had an amazing performance against Dortmund, but now when they came back to the Premier League, 
their defense looked really shook, man. They they it, it, it looked like this. This is the first time that the team was defending in their lives. Like mm-hmm. I think the the both goals of Burnley were really just like uh, misorganization of the team defensively. I think that cost them really the game. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's already there's already Chelsea Tottenham uh, on Wednesday, and Tottenham Arsenal on Saturday. So this is two. Really, 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 really big, important games, local games, you know, London derbies, you can say. And what did they have? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like just two days in between the two games. Like, that's mad. And uh, at Chelsea, they'll be away from home. So I feel like they'll, they'll, they're going to lose that Chelsea game. Uh, they'll lose that Chelsea game, so they'll, they'll drop another three points. Um, and I feel like I have a cheeky feeling that up, Arsenal might do something... Against, uh, against Tottenham as well at okay. at, uh, at, uh, at Wembley. So I feel like in like a week time when we record again, Tottenham could drop six points. I don't know, man. I think, and I, 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 I can think vividly... they can beat Chelsea. I think after everything that happens with Chelsea, mm. this cup game that we'll talk about at the end. They played amazing, though. They played really, really they well. They did. They did. They played but... really well. But, you know, you have, you have to see, you have to see how, the, 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 how the, the team will react. But I think that Chelsea can do a... Damage, yeah, all right, because also Tottenham beat Chelsea uh, in the first leg, yeah, and you know, it was the first team that beat Chelsea this season, you know, when we're still talking about sorry, I think this, blah, blah, this blah. was the first loss of Tottenham this, uh, this season in the Premier League. No, they've lost uh, many times already, they've in lost the Premier United. League? yeah, they, they just haven't had a draw yet. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, so okay, that's okay, still standing, okay. yeah, no, I mean, yeah, they lost, of course, oh, okay. they lost multiple times, not bad, man. um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens to Tottenham, but you know, this is like. Really, really two tough games. Um, yeah, it'll it'll be, you know, it'll be challenging. It'll be very demanding as well physically. You know, I mean, also we can't discount the fact that Chelsea played 120 minutes uh, on Saturday on Sunday, which was the day after Tottenham. So Chelsea will be tired as well. Maybe that you know, maybe that'll factor that'll get factor in as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that Chelsea can do something against Tottenham. Yeah, it'll be interesting, man, because you know Chelsea. Um, well, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Man U are fighting for the fourth place. Unless, yeah, for the fourth place. Unless yeah. if Tottenham really, as you said, drops the six points, mm-hmm. those two couple games, um, it's gonna be the whole, you know. Yeah, every, I mean, yeah, everybody's gonna be fighting for the for the third place even. If Tottenham loses the next two games, and um, uh, both sit, uh, both uh, Arsenal and Chelsea, because Chelsea have a game behind, you know, because of the cup final this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so Chelsea are at 50 points right now. Uh, if they win against Tottenham, that would be 53. And if they win the next one as well, that would be 56. With a game... Um, with with, one, game with one game less. Yeah. One less game. Uh, but if I look at Arsenal, for example, if they beat their next, if they beat Tottenham and their next opponent, it'll be one point away from Tottenham. And it'll be the same thing that happens every season. Tottenham, blah, 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 blah. We think yeah. they're going to challenge for a title, but then nothing yeah. really happens. All right. So it'll be a very defining yeah. uh, moment, you know, yeah, very pivotal yeah. for uh, Tottenham. Um, and I, you know, I have a feeling that they could, like, completely fuck it up, you know. I would I would be hoping that Pochettino can, like, you know, drill those players and, like, really tell them... Oh, what's boy. important, you yeah. know? But yeah, yeah. I think yeah. He, he felt the pressure. Uh, yeah, that's why he was screaming like that. He yeah. never reacts like that. Exactly. But you know, when you re- he really what, felt the pressure. Yeah, because so well. you know, like when you when you feel that you've been done dirty. Yeah. And you know, with all these high stakes 
you know that are present all the time you might react like that sometimes yeah. like it's you might lose your cool you might feel like what the hell is going on you, you might feel like the world is against you yeah. everybody's conspiring for you to like you know lose lose but you know whatever. yeah it's, it's just in your dna that's the problem though so you can't escape that all right man um so the next game is arsenal and southampton is yes, there so uh man uh Papa, papadopoulos played in the back with mustafi uh lichsteiner uh, right back Lashina left back mm-hmm. uh, then torreira and chaka in the middle and then our front interestingly um my bad guys um <laughs> inter- interesting enough uh, ramsey started yeah, uh, Ramsey started. Ramsey started with Mkhitaryan and Iwobi. Yeah. And uh, and Lacazette started and Aubameyang was on the bench. Yeah, so this... Um, this I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, Lacazette had a goal, uh, but... Yeah, Aubameyang was, uh, was sick though, so maybe, you know, maybe he's just coming from that. Uh, I don't know if it was like a, an actual selection... I don't know if it was like based on like tactics just or, ta- yeah, or yeah, was yeah. it based on players' health. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I would hope for him. Um... Yeah, because in this formation, I would put Aubameyang instead of Iwobi, easily, right? Yeah, yeah. if uh, you're gonna have a long striker, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you put Lacazette, and then you put you put um, Aubameyang on the left, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have Mkhitaryan and Ramsey. Mkhitaryan uh, back with a goal, though. I mean, he we, we always we already spoke about how he was back uh, the last game and how he had a brilliant game, um, and uh, he scores as well, so that's fine. Um, the also situation is still going on, so we don't know what the hell is going on with that. Uh, plays one game, doesn't play the next. Plays one game, doesn't play the next. Yeah. Misses the next three games. Uh, Here's com- the thing, though, com- man, comes think, back and is captain. I think Unai Emery is 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 here for the long run, um, especially with reports that they want to buy. They want to get the uh, sporting director of Roma who worked with Unai who Emery. Yeah, who worked with Unai because they were together at Sevilla. Yeah, so I don't the, know if he's there for the long long haul because. I, I mean, think he, if he, they, has, a, if he has, they, has a two-year contract, bro. He has a two-year contract, true. But if they bring one of his, his associates or one of his long-term, mm. uh, you know, friends or colleagues to the club, I think that might give us a hint that that they're they're planning for him to stay at least for a couple more years, mm. and they really want to solidify his team because they basically gonna bring a, 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 an old team member of his mm. where he had like really great understanding, right? So um so I don't know man like the 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 signs right now for me tell me that that they might want to leave Unai for a couple more years yeah. and I don't know how that would work with Özil in the squad. Listen, the thing is, and okay, so this is yeah. So Monchi, I mean, I really love Monchi. I have a great respect and admiration for what he's done. Um, I followed him at Sevilla, all of the deals that he made, uh, and I've been following him at Roma as well. You know, he's. He's a uh, hot commodity right now in the, let's say, the director of football, technical director world. Uh, very well known. Uh, you know, a lot of articles have been written about him. Um, but one of the things that 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 w- were raised is that okay, so this guy's used to like dealing with like small budgets, uh, and that's why he succeeds with teams like Sevilla, you know, Roma a little bit. I think Roma's budget is a little higher though, uh, because of their American owners, but. Questions have been asked, like, okay, so if this guy goes to, like, a uh, Manchester United, for example, which is a big budget club, uh, because we heard about those rumors as well, is he gonna, like, w- what's gonna happen, though? Because if you're at a big team, you're gonna need your director of football to, like, you know, find those, like, r- diamonds in the rough, you know, a little bit, so yeah. that you can, you know, the team can, like, you know, make them progress and, like, you know, turn them into top professional footballers, but you also have to, like, 
look at players who are already out here, you know, who are going to cost a lot of money uh, that you want to buy, you know. So can you do that as well? You know, can you use your phone book to, like, get those type of purchases? Um, if Arsenal is looking at him, I can only think about the, the budget side of things. Um, I'm not so sure that it's, it has to do with the... With, uh, with him, like, signing big players, yeah, yeah. I'm not I so mean, sure that it, that it has to, be, to do with Emery. They might use Emery as a factor to get him in. Okay, if I him see. And, if I him see. and Emery. Okay. Uh, a little bit like what Monaco did with Fabregas and uh, Thierry Henry, you know what I mean? Uh, get him in, and yeah. then once he's in, uh, drop the other guy. So, I don't I, I don't know. I mean, I, because I think that there are, there, there are budget, budgetary concerns for Arsenal. Kroenke yeah. um, has, you know, he, I, I think that the, the direction I said that, you know, they want to be self-sufficient. Uh, they don't really want to inject money in the club like that. So, if if uh, Una Emery is is ready to work like that, uh, you know, then so be it. And maybe he's gonna have confidence to work like that if he has a guy like Monchi by his side. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're really gonna see. But uh, you know, Arsenal back to fourth place, uh, where they belong. Um, hmm. Everything is up in the air right now because there's a lot of games uh, that are you know in really, really close succession. So I feel like there's going to yeah, be Yeah, they, they managed to qualify in the, in the Europa League. So yeah, yeah, they beat the Bate Borisov. So yeah, that was... 3-0. Uh, yeah, yeah. That so, was a positive, so... Uh, yeah, so you can imagine I was not uh, on Arsenal fan TV because they won. So I'm not, <laughs> interested, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Uh, I was on there the one they lost. Um, so they're going to play Rennes uh, next, I think, in the competition. So which is going to be interesting as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, nothing else to say about this. Uh, this yeah, I mean, this well, I, I think uh, as we move forward, I think they have a couple big games uh, coming up, especially the one against Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we'll be able to judge how their season went uh, is so far and how perhaps they might finish at the end of the season after those big games. But when you play an easy game against Southampton mm-hmm. 2-0, yeah, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Right, guys. Um, Last game of the Premier League oh that we're going to discuss, man. The horrible game. <laughs> man, you, Liverpool, 0-0. Yo, by the way, what happened to Matic? Is he injured for a I long was, time? Or? Yeah, he's injured. Yeah, he okay. might be. He might. He's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, so, when I saw the team sheet, I was disappointed and nervous. Really? Okay. Yeah. For what? Uh, well, first Be- of all... Because of Matic or uh, other players on that? Like, who well, who first of all, before the game, we already had, you know, injury okay. troubles. You know, I-, I was still confident, but I was like, fuck, like, this could be... This yeah. could be bad as well, you know? Yeah. Because if we don't have Lingard, we don't have Marshall. Yeah. Uh, we don't, on top of that... Even though it was a surprise to have Lingard on the squad, on the bench. And on top of that, we don't have Matic, you know? I've said a lot of things, a lot of bad things about Matic this year. Uh, but I've also said that, you know, since uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer took over, he's been very, very brilliant, and I actually like him, and we, like, we don't have an alternative to him, you know, or I can play in that position, uh, but we need Herrera to play in his actual position, um, and so when I, when I saw Scott McTominay, I was like, fuck, okay, I don't, I don't know how I feel about him, like, protecting the defense, you know, I don't know if he's gonna do the job, you know, and yeah. you know what, fair play to him, he came Big he time. Through, man, yeah. He came through, and uh, and he was actually you know one of the, the best performers. Uh, but when I saw the game unravel, I was just like, what what the hell is going on? I see uh, Mata getting injured. I see uh, freaking uh, Rashford. Uh, even, Rashford. Even that big. I thought. I mean, I thought Rashford was gonna go out before Mata, but he, me too. He walked it off, and then Mata was coming out, and that was a surprise, I think, for us, yeah, because yeah. we didn't really see it coming. Yeah, so Mata got and off, and then, then to me, the, the biggest one, Herrera, being yeah. taken off, mm. because 
we can't survive without him. There's a, there. If 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 I if I if I want to, okay. If I mention if I want to mention three players that we absolutely can't play without, yeah, Herrera, I would say Herrera, Pogba. Pogba, and Lingard. Okay. Okay. Other players are just as important, you know, when I talk about the Rashfords, the Marshall, the Matic, but yeah. they're not like essential to what we do. They're not crucial. You know, they're not crucial like that. I would rather have them, you know, uh, start the game, but they're not crucial. You know, Herrera, very crucial. Pogba, obviously, very crucial. And Lingard, because of what it does in the, in the attacking third. Um, so when Herrera got off, I was just like, okay, well, this is, o- this is over. Like, when Herrera got off, I was like, yeah. okay, this is over. And on top of that, uh, Lingard came in for Mata. Uh, Lingard, you know, he was already injured, and he, he had, should I think have he came never on early. played. He, like, he should have played. should have known better because when you have played football, you know that when you have a hamstring injury, a hamstring injury is mm. really really tricky. Yeah. Um, and but that's the thing is, though, I think it's a, like a beginner's mistake. No, because I, I I get that, but you have to take. It was a very high pressure moment. You have to take a lot of deci- very important decisions. Uh, very early on in the game, I mean, who, and he took the wrong one, man. He did take the wrong one, but I think this this just shows that you know the lack of trust that he has in players like Alexis Sanchez. This is what I think of. Uh, this is what I think the plan was for Oleg Gunnar Soldier if everything worked out perfectly. Uh, I don't think that he wanted a guy like Lukaku to start the game, but you know, be, so be it. Uh, there's we don't really have another striker that could start. Uh, so I think that he wanted to start Lukaku. And maybe remove him at like the 65th, 70th minute. Remove Lukaku and then get Lingard in. Yeah. Just like, you know, change things, turn, turn, turn things around if they're not going our way. Or just like crucify the Liverpool team completely. Uh, you know, bring in fresh energy because that's what Lingard does for you. I would have oh, never oh, brought oh, Lingard. I don't even know why he put him in the squad. Always moving. So I, I think it's just because of that. Uh, and because of our other existing injuries as well. Um, because you know Marshall also couldn't make it. Uh, he tried in training, but uh, he just you know he, he just wasn't up for it. So um, I I was um, I, I mean I was surprised. You know Lingard also you know he was taken off. You know I, I I you don't often see a sub being subbed off. Yeah. So he played about what 17, 20 minutes I'll say yeah. total. Yeah. Um, he had that wonderful action uh, that Allison saved oh, wonderfully man. as well. What a, what a uh, keeper! This is what a world class keep- yeah. goalkeeper looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, for all the Liverpool fans that are listening to us, uh, who you know for the last uh, decade have had to deal with Mignolet, Carius, this is what a quality yeah. goal like world class keeper does for you. Because you know, I mean, we can also talk about Lingard's technique, but Allison is just uh, a beast, well, and yeah, and uh, and he does shit like this all the time. Like how he got the ball, this is one of his signature moves because a he lot did of it, time he did it when we when we lost three uh, one as well to a, Liverpool. A lot of time he he does exactly the same the same thing where he's able to get the ball mm-hmm. uh, when there is a one on one with the player. Like mm-hmm. this is one of his signature moves, and you can only get this from Allison. Yeah, because um, most so. most most goalies. Most goalies will commit when, the foul when, when they actually ha- when if, they they, have... if, if they commit if they commit to the action. Most goalies would actually yeah. commit a foul and, and and touch the player. But he does it in a certain way where he's able to get the ball with his mm-hmm. hands. It's, it's I don't know, man. It's just like I think it's an Allison. You, you know how De Gea is really good with his legs. Yeah. I think this type of action is really like a signature Allison move. But see, uh, so there are two things that De Gea and Allison do really well. This is the thing. Most goalies, when they are facing one versus one situation. They always commit, so they're down. Yeah. And once they go down, it's very easy for the players to 
chipped them over, you know. Yeah, or, or you can you see can... you can see the way Alexis Sanchez scored against uh, Peter Sech. Peter Sech, you know, quality goalkeeper in his day, uh, doesn't really have it anymore. But you know, he 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 committed too easily, and then it's easy for you to be chipped, you know. De Gea, he's very good with his feet, you know, in some of the reflexes and all of that. But you can also see a lot of De Gea actions, just him when you when you're watching the game on TV and you hear the commentator saying he made himself big. Yeah. It's because when it's one versus one situation, the player is waiting for for the goalie to go down so they can make up their mind because they don't know if they want to shoot low sort of, uh, or chip it, you know. Yeah. So when they see the goalie staying like that, they get nervous panic and they're like, attack. "Fuck!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Panic. They they still try to chip yeah. and then they like you know the goalie boom puts one arm in, one arm out. And Alison does that wonderfully as well. You make yourself big. De Gea made a save like that recently. Okay, in the PSG game. I think it was PSG, yeah. Mbappe did Mbappe, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, De Gea yeah. stayed on his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, just brush With it aside. Hand, yeah. So, Alisson does that wonderfully as well. And, um, you know, I mean, so what I would say is, I, I, I was... Did you expect more from the menu team? Because I feel like they, given all the injuries, mm-hmm. the scenarios and the players that they have, I think yeah. as a menu fan, this is... This is everything you would expect from the team. Yeah, I, I expected more before the game, but okay. based on what, based on everything that, because right now I just yeah. want to win everything. Like yeah, everything yeah, yeah. is crucial right now. Every game is a cup is game. A, yeah, I want to win everything. So yeah. and especially you know it's against Liverpool. Uh-huh. Uh, they beat us in the first leg. You know this time yeah. it's at Old Trafford. The atmosphere was crazy. Saint Mourinho. Um, yeah. And I feel like you know the fact that you know we had so many injury problems like that. Uh, the stadium was very galvanized and they're like, okay, you know what? Like, we got to really step up. And you can see Andres, Pe- Andres Pereira when he came on, he, he kept, yeah. like, you know, um, motivating the, the fans, like, you know, sing loud and all that shit. So, but, you know, after the game, I can say that I, I was, uh, I'm okay with the result, you know. Uh, it, it, it still pisses me off, but I'm okay based on reality, based on the circumstances that were at hand. Uh, I'm proud, you know, of players like McTominay, you know, coming in a big game like this, um, And for sure, he had like a, what his heads up was like what maybe a couple of hours or so, just yeah. like twenty four hours maximum. Yeah, 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 you know, so he had to like prepare mentally quickly for that. You know, players like Rashford for uh, you know being injured and you know not having the option to come off, but you know still going on, still pushing. Obviously, you can see you can see he wasn't the same. He wasn't pressing really. Uh, so I'm really, I'm really proud so, of the boys I mean, and what, what they did. What, what do you think about Michael Owen, who said, you know, if I was if I was Jurgen Klopp, I would have said to the players, you know, go 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 at go at Rashford because mm-hmm. he's half injured. Um, well, he and say, the Liverpool players said, did not said, do so. Or, he said kick. Yeah, cool, he didn't really. He didn't just say go at Rashford. I, I, I wanted to say it nicely, but yeah. yeah, go ahead. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. Because. First of all, as a as a, if you're a, a player, a former player, yeah, you cannot have you cannot have these views publicly. You can like maybe think them, or you can like you know when you're t- talking with your your your, your boys, yeah. you can have you cannot say them on. But surprisingly, surprisingly enough, you cannot I mean, say them on national TV. And yeah, Michael Owen. But it depends. Oh, yeah. No, no, Michael Owen was a superstar. He started playing at what 17 or whatever. Yeah, Beast Liverpool yeah. went to Real Madrid. Yeah, his career was. Destroyed because of injuries. Yeah. So why would you preach something like that? Because it's a crucial game, man. Based on your personal. Because that, your that's personal, life, man. Um, life is hard, man. No, I mean, I I think that it was, and 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 see, his comments were so bad that a lot of Liverpool fans thought that was that yeah. was out of order. I mean, yeah. which which is telling because normally you wouldn't care. You'd be like, fuck that. Like we don't care about what happens to this guy. Yeah. But you know, the guy is an English player as well. So like yeah. you're also an English, a former English player. Like there's there's a lot of like 
yeah you know sensitive parts for yeah i know you know, but and, you know but when you want to win it when you want to win sometimes you can do yeah. everything to i win, feel like so. he just did that to to cater to liverpool fans uh because michael owen is in a situation where you know he's not really accepted by the liverpool fans because he played for united at the end of his career and uh manchester united fans don't really care about him except for that goal that he scored against the manchester city Yeah. So he's in limbo a little bit. He's in between the two. He doesn't really know where to go. And he feels like, you know, because he played longer there, uh, that, you know, he wants to, like, cater to uh, the Liverpool fans because they, you know, slate him all, all the time. So I think that that was just, like, a little PR, like, I'll go with Liverpool type stuff because even he, he was even asked, like, you know, who do you want to win? And he said Liverpool, things like that. So I think it was just that. Yeah. Um, but I want I want to say something about Liverpool, though. Uh, because nothing to say, man. They they were just horrible. This is the thing. So horrible game. I think. Listen. Um. Uh. Before this game, they had like what a ten day, a ten day. Uh. No, they they play they play against Bayern this Bayern week. Munich, right? yeah. yeah, but but even even before the Bayern Munich game, they had like a ten day. Yeah, um, ten day. Yeah, they went to Spain and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, and 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 the same thing happened when they went to Dubai. When they went to Dubai and came back and came back, they they had horrible. When games. did they go to Dubai? They went to Dubai uh, Over, uh, after Christmas. And, yeah, something like that. Uh, okay. Well, and and then they came back. Actually, when they went to Dubai, no one tweeted. No one was on Instagram. It mm -hmm. was it was like uh, all the players I think got together and, and yeah. agreed that no social media. But so right. that's why you probably don't know that they went to Dubai. But basically, so no, no, they, no pictures with tigers nothing, and all nothing. that stuff. Yeah. So basically, they went plugs. to Dubai and then they came back. They had horrible, horrible um, games against uh, Leicester City and West Ham. This mm -hmm. is when they lost four points each game. Yeah. Um, I think they lost five, five points in those two games. Yeah. Um, and then same thing when they came, they just came back to play against Bayern and Man U. Um, and I feel like every time they come back from 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 like a, a big you know a big vacation or like you know 10 day off, mm. they always play horribly. And this game for me, I feel like they were not prepared at all, like zero, like. During the first minute, when they ha when De Gea touched the ball with his hand, mm. and 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 they had a foul in the in in in, 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 the, in the penalty, penalty box, box in the penalty box, mm -hmm. and just how they executed this foul, like three players were on it, they touched the ball too many times. Mm. It was so poorly executed that I think since this since this action, you you could you could have guessed that all the Liverpool players are not ready, either mentally, physically, mm -hmm. tactically. Technically, there was something off about the team as a whole. Yeah, for me, and it's a, for for me, it's a mental thing because, yo, look at this. Like, but even even a tactical, even tactically, even tactically, they were horrible. Like, they they were almost lost. I think. For yeah, me, but also, the technically, like that's my point. The technically, like everything, every everything. Yeah. Okay. It's from a mental, mental point. That's mental true. Point. That's true. But it's, it's based on how you're feeling. That's true. And that 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 impacts your action. So this is the thing for me. If I'm Liverpool and, you know, a couple of weeks ago I was like, what, seven points ahead, something like that from Manchester yeah. City. Like, right now it's crunch time. Uh, I, I, so, first of all, like in the last five games, they've won only like one game. Like yeah. all competition. Yeah. Um, you know, they drew against Bayern Munich. They drew against uh, freaking Leicester, West Ham and, and Leicester. West Ham. Uh, and then they just won against, uh, who did they win against? I don't really remember, but does, it doesn't matter. Like, United have... They're dealing with all these injury uh, issues already. In the first half of the game, if you go into halftime and you're the manager and you're the player, you're the players, you're going to want to put out a statement. You're going you're gonna to be like, okay, you know what? Guys, they're clearly struggling. 
they were missing a lot of key players in under Herrera. Jesse Lingard, uh, Anthony uh, uh, Marshall, you know, uh, who else? Uh, Nemanja Matic. These are four four key players that we're talking about, you know. And this is a team when they had all of their best players in December, you beat them 3-1. Easy, easy money. Now they're missing four of their key players. Granted, it's a big game. It's a bit a big atmosphere. The team is very different. They've been playing differently. They're also at home, which really, really helps a lot. Yeah. But you have all of your players. Obviously, you know, Firmino went off as well for injury. Uh, but I don't think it's that bad for him. I think it was just like... Yeah, a I feel like he could have played even. Yeah, it, it was just like a preventative thing. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Yo, you're going into halftime and you know that they cannot they, they cannot change the team anymore because they've used all of their subs. They have Rashford, who was injured and played for, I would say, 60 minutes. And you let him play, you don't injure him? How come? 60, 65 <laughs> minutes. He played injured. Like, he just played injured. Yeah, but injured. I mean, like... He they, wasn't they, pressing. They let him play, man. They should, they should have, you know... They could have roughed him up a little bit, but, <laughs> but, but, but I, I think it's shameful. I think it's shameful for I don't know what club told him in the in the in the dressing room at halftime. I will be really nothing, nothing. I'll be, be honest, I'll, I'll be really curious. To be honest, know. nothing because I'll be really curious to know because like they had nothing, man. Because had when nothing we actually do. came back from uh, half from uh, halftime, like we had a better second half. We had a better second half than first half, which was so telling to me because I don't understand how Liverpool was so. It's like they they wanted the, the the draw, like they accepted the draw. They were they were just like staying back, um, and you know Anderson got subbed off as well, and he was like not really Something happy about off. that. And, and, uh, and, Mo Salah was subbed off as well. Time, a lot of time uh, during this game, Klopp wanted them to really. They were not. Um, if if you notice, a lot of times when Liverpool have the ball, they try to play quick mm. and 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 hit you as 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 fast as they can. But during this game, they were taking their time in preparing whatever, uh, you know. Every time there was a foul, every time there was any action, um, it, it looks like club gave them strict, not strict, but gave them instructions to really relax and play play football and do not rush things. Mm. And, and and I think that's also counterintuitive to how they usually play because they usually yeah. like to play at a high pace, mm. right? And this game, it was so slow. The it pace, just, the pace of Liverpool yeah. was so slow yeah. that it was so out of touch for them. Yeah. And 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 for me, like there's a. What Klopp is doing this year tactically, there is a lot of a lot of like he he he, he started as a four two three one and then sometimes switched to four three three and now we're and now Liverpool is back to playing four three three but they're not playing as good when they were playing four two three one but then when when they started playing four two three one they were not as good as playing four three three last year there was I think a lot of misunderstanding from the coach and from the team um, and then we'll see what happens because those three coming games are really gonna be crucial. Um, yeah. You know, if 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 uh, if Liverpool really, if if Liverpool loses a lot of points during these games, mm-hmm. then the the last chance to save their season is gonna be against Bayern in the yeah. Champions League, and then we'll see what's gonna happen then. But uh, yeah, I mean, if if I'm Liverpool, I'm happy to come away with a point before yeah, the game. Exactly. No, 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 before the game. Before the before, game. Before the game. Know, no, no, before the game, I'll be like, you know what? Why? No, no. This, this listen to my uh, my thinking. You're gonna. This is what, you, what you're supposed to do in the Premier League. You win all of your games at home, all of your away game games against the big four, big six. You know, try to win. But if you, if you take a drop, that's fine. But you have to win every other game. If you're playing Manchester United right now, who are we can say they are in, on on the up, 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 up. They're playing at Old Trafford. Yeah. Whatever. Fine. 
you know, if yeah. they give you a really, really good game. Yeah. But what the truth is that we, we didn't give them a really good game because we had so many players that were that were missing. And based on whatever everything based on everything that happened in the game, if I'm a Liverpool fan, I am disgusted with what happened during during the game. Uh, because everything was in your favor. I mean, except for the you know the home advantage and all that stuff. Like you should have taken this team, man. Yeah. Like you played against teams like PSG. You know that you that you you know you beat them. Uh, granted, you were at home, but I didn't recognize the Liverpool style. You know, I didn't recognize that fast fast pace. Yeah, I, the pace was so slow. It the was front so, three was uh, was, off, was, was, uh, was so off. Yeah. Uh, Sal, um, Mo Salah had a quite 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 game. Uh, Luke Shaw dealt wonderfully with him. Was even subbed off like 15 minutes before the end, which usually never happens. And as I was watching the game um, with my dad and my brother, um, they were, you know, I was like, oh, okay, like Mosa is coming up. That's kind of weird. And they're like, yeah, well, well, he hasn't been present in the game at all. I'm like, yeah, that's true. He hasn't been in the game at all. But a player like Mosala or, or a player like like Messi or a player, player in like the or a player like Ronaldo, you know. They're gonna have off games, you know. They can they can, they can the be engine, bad you know? for like 85 yeah. minutes, no, no, but that one moment of brilliance, you know, they, you can always get a goal from them. So I was surprised, and I thought it was really telling for the team. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it's disappointing. You know, obviously they're still one point ahead of uh, Manchester City, um, but yeah, they, they right now they should be feeling the pressure. You know, yeah. they should be feeling the pressure. For United though, right now it's gonna be tough because a lot of players are uh, are injured. And uh, it's all muscular injury, so it, it's going to be two to three weeks, uh, which is not good because we have uh, well, we have Crystal Palace uh, this uh, Wednesday. Crystal Palace have been a giant killer this year. They've they've uh, uh, they they beat uh, Manchester City. Um, I don't really remember what they did with the, with the other big teams, but you know they they they're they're a team that you know they they come at you. Yeah. Um, especially if you're away from home. Um, so, you know, there's Crystal Palace. They're going to be Southampton on uh, at the weekend as well. And after that, it's the Champions League that's back. So it's really tough right now. Uh, and all these injuries, man. I mean, it's really obvious. Like it's not, it's not, it's not by coincidence that all these injuries are happening. It's actually very expected because for half of the season we're playing with uh, Jose Mourinho. Um, and this is not just for me to like speak badly about Mourinho. Mm. No, like we have stats yeah. um, that were shown to us on TV every weekend. Yeah, that yeah, United running or every, yeah, United was the team that ran the least in the Premier yeah. League. Yeah, uh, is the team that sprinted the least in the Premier League, like covered the le uh, least yeah. areas in the yeah. Premier League. Like everything was just so low on a physical from a physical perspective. Now you have Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. A guy who likes to uh, play high. attacking football, play, press really high, requires a lot of energy. You see a lot of these teams that that play this style. They're very hot the first half of the season. The second half of the season, they're a little less hot. You know, I can think about the Liverpool. I can think about the Napoli's uh, of Sarri, for example. Uh, and this is what happens when you change your physical uh, training. You know, all your conditions and stuff. This always happens. If for six months you were playing at 50%, you were training at 50%, and now you're expected to be at 100%, you're going to have injuries like that. You're going to have mus yeah. muscular injuries. And this is what's going on to us. Uh, we already don't have a thin... We, we already have a, a thin squad, so I don't know how we're going to survive with this. Right now, I want to see... We'll see if you can pull like a Pochettino, man. Right they, now, they I want to see... Well, ham, you know. There's big questions that are being asked about Fred. I don't know what's happening with Fred right, right yeah, now. He's on the bench. I don't know, I don't know why uh, a guy like Andres Pereira keeps playing despite all of his mistakes. Uh, 
but okay, so this did, that sounded really wrong actually. I like Pereira and I want him to to play. Uh, and I want him to play even after mistakes because th- that's how you grow up as a player yeah, and as a but person. But should have been given a chance. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is like every, all these players are getting a chance, but I, I still don't see Fred like yeah. even getting like five minutes. Yeah. And you know, Fred is a more experienced player than uh, Andres Pereira. You know, maybe he's not as experienced in, in England. You know, may, maybe we're in a situation where we're like, okay, like we've given up on this guy as far as this season and we're going to see what happens next year. But I just don't understand why he's not... You know, even having a, a, I think a, a I, minute, I I think that you know because when I think when I think about that game, when I think about that game versus Tottenham, yeah, at the beginning of the season when Mourinho was still there, when yeah. we lost three zero at home, we were playing really high tempo. I think that he could play on the right uh, for Lingard, you know, because he's fast, he's very energetic, and you know, so this this is this is what he could bring to the team, you know. But now that we have all these injuries, we don't have a choice. We're gonna have to bring some of these reserve players. Uh, reserve players are going to have to bring the Tahith Chong we're going to have to bring the James Garner we're going to have to bring the Angel Gomez um, and see what happens you know I, I hope that we can cope um, with all these injuries because right now we're already fifth uh, and we have what three to four key players missing so yeah. it's going to be interesting to see uh, how we handle it you know but I want Soldier to be a little more bold as well and use like all of our players I mean now he doesn't have a, have a choice you know because yeah, I think he has like really strong opinions about certain players that yeah. he would do anything not to play them, like yeah. Lukaku and Fred and Sanchez. And, and, and Sanchez. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't, so. I don't think Fred is a because we haven't really seen Fred playing really. We've, yeah. we've seen him against uh, Reading. It's odd, man. That it's yeah. the only game that he's played for uh, Solskjaer. Yeah. But for Sanchez and Lukaku, we have empirical proof. Yeah. Like we have game proof yeah, yeah, to yeah. see it's why true. they're not favored. Yeah. Um. So yeah. That's um, all right. So the last thing, last thing for this episode, man. Let's just you know talk really quickly about Kepa Sari, you know Man City Chelsea game. Kepa, the new Chelsea manager. I don't know, man. Sorry, has been sacked. Yeah, you haven't heard the news. I don't know. And yeah, apparently, <laughs> he decides who gets subs on and off now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so okay, so this uh, final was actually uh, quite entertaining. Uh, I felt that Chelsea should have won it actually based on the how the game was played. Yeah. Um, I felt that you know after they uh, they they got a they suffered that beating that six nil humiliation. Uh, I felt that Sarri told them guys, if something like that happens again, like oh I'm killing all of you guys, I'm smoking all of you guys. <laughs> um, so I I was very impressed with Chelsea's performance. Uh, Hazard had a good good game, and I I also think that uh, Sarri's game management was actually. Wonderful. Um, I like the fact that he left um, Iguain on the bench. You know, he had a guy like Iguain on the bench. He had uh, uh, Callum Hudson Odoi on the bench as well. And you know what? When he brought them on, like what, 20, 15 minutes before the end, I was like, okay, this game is like, you know, like every the, the team, like both teams are matching each other right now. If this guy brings, I mean, obviously. Manchester City, they have who's they have a freaking Mares, they have a Sane uh, on the bench, you know, guys like that. But I thought, you know what, Chelsea right now they have uh, they're playing better in my opinion. Uh, if they bring on a guy like Iguain uh, and a guy like uh, uh, Odoi, even Odoi, yeah, yeah, they could change really everything in this game. Um, so you know, yeah, I was surprised, but then obviously we can't help but talk about the incident that happened. Yeah, do you think the, uh, so? Uh, for you. In your opinion, Kepa shouldn't play a game until the end of the season? 
So for the people who didn't really see what happened, let's just like go over the event. All right. So Kepa had. So Kepa had. He had. What uh, happened to what appeared to be two cramps? Yeah. First of all, you're a goalkeeper. How are you getting a cramp? I don't understand really. You get cramps, man. Everybody gets. Cramps. I mean, for sure, like you play 127 minutes, but you're yeah. not running or anything like that. So that that was a weird one, but you know, whatever. Um, the medical team came to him. Yeah. You know, they assisted him. Uh, the medical team and is the going back. Was to leave him on the field, right? The decision was no. The decision was to to not sub him. No, to sub him off because okay. you saw the the, the the board that that that. No, that, no, no. I mean the decision from the medical team. Well, I don't know if the, if if it was a decision from the medical team. Okay. I think he told the medical team, "I'm fine, guys. Yeah. I'm okay. I can keep going. I don't yeah. really have a cramp." But you know what? I want to talk about something else as well. Okay. I don't know if he really had a cramp. We had to talk about that as well. Or maybe it was wasting time. I think it was just time wasting to get okay. to the penalties because he yeah. felt that, you know what, nothing's going to happen in this game. Yeah. We just have to go to the penalties. So maybe it's a case of him faking an injury and yeah. mis- misleading his uh, medical team and his uh, coaching staff yeah. because the coaching staff is in a position where they're like, okay, this guy's injured. He has a hamstring. Like, this is a high stake right now. We're not going to take a risk. Uh, it's a final. We have penalties right now. We gotta sub him off. So this is the thinking from Sari and his uh, coaching staff. But the thinking from Kepa, if he faked it, is okay, guys. Like I faked it, so this is false. It's just for the cameras. Um, I don't really have an injury, so we can keep going. And that's why maybe he was insisting like that. Like guys, I'm, I'm fine. Good, I'm fine. Good, yeah. Like I wish I could tell I'm you that I'm faking good. it right now. Yeah. But I can't tell you because that will be illegal, uh, and I'll be sent off or something like that. So Kepa after the game. What he well, okay. what he said, yeah. I mean, Sadi also said there was a big misunderstanding, but it shouldn't have happened. The it shouldn't way happen it the had. way it happened, yeah. And then Kepa explained. The Kepa says Kepa where... says that, you know, according to him, the decision was taken between him and a medical staff that he was okay to continue, and the confusion was created during the time that it took for the medical staff to get from the pitch back to the bench, the yeah. coaching bench. Yeah. And he says that that's where the confusion happened. You know, it wasn't just him disobeying, disobeying to the to the coach, coach's order. But I felt that it was incredible. I mean, you could see how Sari was furious. You could see how uh, even Gianfranco Zola was furious. Like the entire medical staff, uh, medical staff, coaching staff was furious. Uh, the the players were a little perplexed. They didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I I understand if Kepa like said no, like the first the first second time maximum but he had about like four occasions to like yeah, really go sounds, outside yeah. and he yeah, still I'm said like, guys no, I'm okay I'm good. okay like Aspiricueta wants to talk to him nothing happened David Luiz wants to talk to him nothing happened yo if I'm the coach I would get on the pitch myself yeah. and take him out <laughs> this is the thing though like even if it was a, an actual misunderstanding yeah. as a coach it looks so bad for you and I don't, I don't know if you can survive something like this you know what I feel right now though is that Sari is not getting the respect that he deserves. Uh, not only for like you know what he represents as a coach and all that, but just him as a, as a coach and as a human being. Yeah. I think that he's being really disrespected right now. I feel that he was done wrong by, I would say, uh, four parties. Number one, obviously, Kepa. Uh, he should have come off, period. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're not really injured or whatever. You got to come off uh, because you know the board went up. You know, the manager said, you got to go off. You got to go off now. Number two, I feel that it was disrespected by the players. Because if I'm a player and the manager says, you got to go out, you got to go out. 
if I'm the captain, you know, as Piliqueta, you know, the captain, you know, they sell us this this dream that this guy is like such an exemplary captain, you know, which I think he is, you know, to be fair, uh, you know, stand-up guy and all of that. He is Spanish, just like Kepa. He's a leader of the team, one of the leaders, at least you can say. I would go to him and say, bro, get the fuck out of the team. Yeah. Like, go, go, go yeah. out. Like, we don't have time to lose right now. We're in the final. Like, we don't need this at all. Uh, and maybe he didn't do that because he, he didn't want to... You know, he didn't want the, the cameras, you know, like how it would look badly on TV. Yeah. David Luiz wants to talk to him as well. Nothing happened. I would be furious if I was the manager. Um, number three, I think that the referee did him wrong as well. Yeah, I think the ref should have stopped the game. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what are the yeah. rules, you know. Yeah. So maybe what I say is completely stupid. But I feel like if you're the referee... You, you you will not start the game again yeah. until the, the, yeah, the substitution the substitute, the substitute come, comes off yeah. because the referee went to see him as well and kept us, we, we see him like giving a thumbs up to the referee and he's like in front of him you know and he's like yeah I'm fine I'm fine don't worry about it it's just a mess you know I'm fine I'm fine and uh, John Moss says okay we're just gonna continue the game no don't go see the player go see the coach and be like okay there's clearly a confusion right now yeah. do you want him to come off yes or no yeah. So I think that was, you know, disrespectful as well. Uh, the fourth party, I forgot who it is, but I'll just put, like, all the players in it yeah. again. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Kepa, like, yeah, if I'm sorry, I will... I mean, you could see that he was... He almost had a heart attack. Like, the way he reacted was telling. I don't feel like this would happen with a manager like Mourinho, uh, with a manager like Guardiola, Arsene Wenger, Ferguson. Like, it, would, it wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen. I mean, it didn't happen, but uh, I don't know if it wouldn't happen. I mean, no, it would. It wouldn't happen. I don't know, man. You do you know, see? It's just, it's just, it's do you just, see a it's guy? It's an impulse reaction. I don't think it's because of how sorry he is as a manager or how he he's being viewed as, as a manager with the Chelsea team. I think it was just really an impulse moment. But that I'm could not happen so, anywhere. With so I'm not. I'm not putting that on honest. sorry though. You know, I'm not saying that he's weak. No, no, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. So so, saying, so so therefore, I really believe that. It, it can happen anytime with anyone. I think there's a reason why. Situation. I think there's a reason why it's never happened. Because it never happened, man. Be, well, it's never happened because, because when be, the coach be, says you go out, you go out. That's it. Whether you're a like, you can be unhappy, you can cry, you can do whatever you want. You yeah. have to go out. Yeah. Also, we can say that arguably Kepa cost him the the final. Because we know that Willy Caballero is a penalty specialist. Yeah. We know he played at City. that he played for Manchester City. So yeah. he knows the techniques of these players because he, tra- he trained with them for a couple of years. We know that City won the League Cup in 2016 because of his penalty heroics. Yeah. Like, you disrespected, the, you put the team on the line. You, you, you sacrificed the team for yourself if yeah. you're the goalkeeper. For those reasons... I feel like you shouldn't play for the rest of the season, you know. Obviously, yeah. you're a big investment. Uh, you cost, what, like 70, 75 uh, million euros or something like that. And your replacement is not is not credible, it's you not, know. Yeah, but this is to say, like, yo. Plus, plus, the, th- team, there's, plus there's, the team is having a horrible season. Yeah. And horrible results where, like, every point in every game is really important. So, yeah, I mean, 11 games left. Yeah. 11, 11 games left. Like, you shouldn't play for the rest of the season. That's it. Uh, so I don't know how Chelsea as a team, I mean as an organization, will react to this incident. Yeah. Um, because they have to do something about it. This is the thing that we live in an era where, like, all eyes will be on you. We'll see what happens. What happens? Uh, you know, if things happen, other incidents happen, and like maybe the goalie's at fault, maybe the manager's at fault. 
we already know what's going to be the topic, you know. Yesterday, after the brilliant game that Chelsea played, there was only one thing to talk about. It's yeah, what Kepa it's yeah. what Kepa did. Yeah, yeah. It's not about, you know, what Chelsea the did, of, the yeah, performance, Chelsea yeah. The so that's the thing. That's the era we live in right now. Yeah. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how the team reacts to that incident. You know, they're playing against Tottenham on Wednesday, so all that thing that all, all those things will be interesting to see. But yeah, if I'm sorry, Kepa's not playing for the rest of the season. That's it. For me, man, I don't know. I would, I would really be careful about the decision that I take. I would actually take the decision with the board, with with the board and and, and with the team uh, uh, leaders as well. I, I wouldn't take the decision as a coach myself of what what, what happens to Kepa in the coming games. That, that that would be how I would react, especially in this situation. How I they feel are. like you have to consult with your think, coaching staff, but you you, you cannot consult no, think, the players. No, 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 not the players. I think the say? board, like you know. Uh, uh, I mean the board of directors. Mm. That's what I. That's who I would consult with. But uh, they don't have to make to make the decision as a team. That, you know, like what's better for us now. I would. I would. I would at least get their opinion, see how things go, and then mm. take the decision myself. I wouldn't. I if wouldn't I do just, that, I will. Yeah. I will tell them this is what I want to do. What I hope do you I, think? I, I, or, no, not I'll, not what you think, but I hope I have your backing. That's it. Because if you go them. If you go to them with a question like that, you 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 portray it as a question. Yeah. It, it makes you sh- seem that you know maybe you're not really sure with your with the decision yeah, yourself. True. true. Yeah. And you know a lot of those board members, board directors, whatever. First of all, they shouldn't be involved in like those type of matters, in my opinion. Uh, they should be involved with the direction of the club, the way the the the, the club is ran, not something so. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say petty, but something so minuscule like that. Like you're gonna. You can call the board of directors just like ask them about this question. No, maybe, maybe people like Marina Gravainaskova, whatever her name is. Uh, I mean, whoever you know, is overseeing the football team yeah, as yeah, a whole, yeah. I would. Yeah, I, I will go to them and say, this is what I plan to do uh, based on what happened. Um, I hope that you can back me on this decision, you know, because this is the thing. Sarri is already in like a unsure position yeah, man. in his Chelsea managerial career. So yeah. I would just put everything on the table and be like, you know, I'm putting my stamp on it, but yeah, I don't, I don't like how Sari was made out to look, because uh, uh, you know he was disrespected, and I, I feel that he doesn't deserve that. Uh, what, whatever happens in his Chelsea career, or like whatever, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like what's been happening recently, like you know the the Sari ball and all of that. You know, of course we've been making fun of him uh, because that's just what we do. You know, we're yeah. football fans, so we we gotta do that. That it's 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 part of the fun. But no, uh, Mauricio Sarri is still a quality manager. Um, he just has to learn about the adaptation period that is needed in the Premier League. You know, you can ask uh, Pep Guardiola. He's going to tell you about that as well. But yeah, he yeah, it was a disgusting. Yeah, it's a nasty situation. We'll, yeah. see, we'll see what happens. I mean, we're not going to wait long, man. With the, their next game is Wednesday. Wednesday, so, yeah. It's going to so be yeah. exciting, bro. All right, guys. So that's it for this episode. As always... Um, don't forget to subscribe and then you know leave us your comments uh, whether on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Mm-hmm. We're always live, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I guess uh, yeah, games this week, games this weekend as well, and then the week after Champions League is back, so it's yeah. gonna be a yeah. We're gonna see when we can record. Uh, we're gonna try to give you all the you know all the highlights, but yeah. All right, guys, that's it. Peace Be- out. Peace.